hello hello my friends welcome back to hold up let me explain i'm your host nicole and if you're new here hi welcome welcome to my diary welcome to girl chat welcome to this space I call it a safe space. So I hope that you enjoy this conversation. I hope that I don't bore you. I hope that you stay entertained. And I hope that we become friends. And if you do want to become friends, make sure you follow me on Instagram at Nicole Asev and follow my podcast Instagram account, which is at Hold Up Let Me Explain. And if you're more of a visual type of person and want to see me in action, make sure you follow me on my YouTube channel, which is at Nicole Asev, which is the same handle as is my Instagram. (laughs) So now that I've introduced myself a little bit to you, I hope you stick around. I love you all. Thank you for listening. And Basically, let's get into the episode. So I sort of wanted to start the episode piggybacking, I guess, off of my last episode. So if you heard my last episode, which is the let's I'm just going to pretend you're my therapist. I kind of talk about a little bit about my mental health. And one of the things that have been sort of affecting my mental health is the fact that I have not had access to a therapist. Let me explain. This is like complete bullshit. So I'm just going to kind of start from the beginning. During 2020, during the Panera Bread, aka Pendy Wandy, aka pandemic, let's just call it what it is, right? During that time, I didn't have health insurance. And when I started to work again and started to have somewhat of an income, it was around November time and they had opened up the marketplace to get health insurance. So in this time frame, my income obviously wasn't that much because I hadn't worked for almost half the year. So the insurance that I was approved for was obviously for low income people. And it was through Bright Health. And for the most part, even though it wasn't considered like an elite health insurance, what was covered was a good amount. And I was very grateful, grateful for it. I was only paying about $80 Um, a month and it covered my medication. I have a brain condition. I have white hyperintensities, which are basically small white erosions that are around my brain. So I suffer from migraines. I'm on two types of medication because of it. And these medications are expensive. Even when I was getting my MRI done, even when I was going through all these um, specialists and neurologists, my insurance covered for a lot of these visits, which I was incredibly thankful for. And mind you, I was only paying $80 a month for this insurance. Even my medication that was technically $700 was completely covered by this insurance. So even though in theory, it wasn't like a high level elite insurance, it was good enough for me because it basically provided what I needed. Now, during 2021, while I had this insurance, I was working at my job. And at the time, the restaurant I worked at was I wouldn't say it was one of the only, but it was definitely the most popular restaurant that was offering table service. A lot of other restaurants during 2021 when companies were slowly reopening still had a lot of limitations, but our restaurant was still like high functioning. We were still respecting, you know, COVID rules, but for the most part, we were busy. And I was making great money. I mean, till this day, 
me and my coworkers low-key say to ourselves, like, we miss COVID money, aka basically saying, like, we miss the generosity of the guests that would come in because they were over-tipping. You know, we had bigger sections because we weren't really, like, hiring that many people at the time. Even the staff was limited in numbers. Like, we were making bank. So right around, like, tax season... Um, I remember I went to go do my taxes where I normally go. And when my CPA saw my W-2s, she was like, holy shit, you made a lot of money this year. And I was like, yeah, I know. It's crazy. Like, how much money? Like, that year I made more than I ever made. And, and, and don't get me wrong. Like, I make, I've always made money where I work at. But I always averaged a certain salary point, like some years it would be more, some years it'd be less, but it was always roughly around the same number. This year, it nearly doubled, like it nearly doubled, okay, and I'm not even exaggerating. And it got kind of tricky because when she saw my health insurance, like proof of health insurance, she was like, you make too much money for this insurance that you have. And I'm like, what do you mean? And she was basically like, well, in theory, the insurance you have is for poor people. You don't you don't have a poor person's salary. You you have a salary of someone who can afford something more in your, you know, income bracket. So I started to get nervous because she's like, you might have to owe. Like, this is incorrect. And I remember like freaking out. And I was like, oh my God, am I going to go to jail? And she's like, no, bitch, you're not going to go to jail. You're just probably going to have to owe the government more money. And luckily she was able to work something out where I didn't. But when I tell you my income tax, like my refund was like $10. I was like, okay, cute. But honestly, at the end of the day, I don't fuck with the IRS. Like the last thing I want is for the government coming for me for whatever reason. So your girl was basically in the safe zone. So for me, it was like, I would rather get $2 back than have to owe $2. Like, no. So luckily it was able to work out that way. But I had to cover my ass by going back to my health insurance agent and basically updating my income and being like, okay, I don't make this money anymore. This is how much I technically make now based on my W-2 forms. Granted, it was my responsibility to update my income. But when the, when the months go by and you get caught up with work and medical things, like you don't think about it. You, as the months go by, you just focus on what's due and making sure you have enough money for that. And yes, I was making more money, but I was either putting it away to my savings or I was, you know, paying bills on time. And although my insurance was paying for a lot of the medical expenses I had coming up, I still had co-pays. And some of the co-pays weren't like that cheap, you know, like to see my neurologist, like my co-pay was still like $130 to pay for some of my medicines or even the MRI. Like when I got my MRI, the co-pay was $300. When I went to pick up some of my medication, the co-pay for some of my pills were $50. Like, um, and even just to see the prime, my primary doctor was still like $25, which is not a lot of money, but still like these were still additional co-payments and fees. I still was responsible for paying. There was a lot of blood work I needed to get done at Quest Diagnostics. That was like an additional $200 co-pay that I had to pay 
for, you know, and those were per request of my primary doctor and my neurologist. So, you know, like, yeah, like it was still my responsibility to update information, but I was still responsible for paying for more things. So although I was only paying $80 a month for my health insurance, I was still responsible for paying like more money for like these different doctor's appointments that I had. So in my mind at the time, I was just focused on, okay, what do I need to pay next next week? Okay, I have the doctor's appointment for this day. How much am I going to need for my copay? Okay, great. I got to pick up this shift. I have to work this shift. Like that's kind of where my mindset was throughout the entire year. So I come to this point of doing my taxes. I was like, oh my God, like I didn't, I didn't realize I needed to do that. Like I was just focused on what I needed to pay next. You know, you get, you get, you get caught up anyway. So once I was done with my taxes, obviously to cover my own ass, I had to contact my health insurance agent and basically update her on my salary and just kind of see where that went. So when I updated her on my salary, she was basically like, okay, well, if you want to keep your same insurance, which I'm sure you do, because this is the insurance that is through your neurologist, your primary doctor, your, your therapy, like it's all through this insurance. I'm sure you want to keep it, right? And I was like, well, yeah, I don't, because if I change insurances, then I'm going to have to update it and it's just going to be a bigger headache. <sighs> well, to keep my same insurance meant that now my insurance would go up $480. So now I had to pay from $80 a month to now $480 a month. And I'm like, are you fucking joking me? Are you kidding me? Like, and you think, okay, bitch, well, clearly your salary proved that you can afford the insurance because why else would they, you know, require you to pay that much? Because obviously it's a percentage of your salary, right? But here's the thing about serving. I don't always make that money. <laughs> that money's not consistent. And it was only that consistent for that year because it was just a great year. Here I am in slow season. I don't make that much money to afford a four hundred, an over $400 health insurance, which is not even including all the co-pays I would still need to pay for, you know, for all my doctor's insurance, like my doctor visits and everything. So when that happened, I couldn't afford paying my insurance. So I didn't. So now I don't have insurance. <laughs> so fucking annoying. So, yeah, so, like, I don't have access to my medication. I don't have access to therapy. I don't have access to just calling up my primary doctor if something bad happens. And, yeah, guys, that's where my mental health state is. Oh, so, yeah, let's all take a shot of tequila to just kind of, like, relieve the stress. Mm, okay. But here's, the, but here's the thing, my friends. I'm over here bitching, right, about this. But guess what? guess what? You want to know where my priorities are? My priorities are not with my health because guess who just booked a trip to go to Dominican Republic? Me. Me. I did. So don't feel bad for me. Clearly I have a choice and I've chosen, I've chosen opposite because I'm going to Dominican Republic. <laughs> so all inclusive trip with my man. Yes, my friends, you heard that right. I'm going to Dominican Republic in a few weeks. We're going to Punta Cana and I am excited. I'm excited, but at the same time, I'm not because obviously there's like a pile of other things I need to worry about that I'm choosing not to worry. This is my problem. This is my problem. Whenever things get hard and I need to make big sacrifices for things that are important, I choose to go on a trip. 
I'm like, what's going to make me happy now? What's going to serve me more? A trip to the Dominican Republic, obviously. A trip abroad. A trip on a vacation. A trip someplace else. Yeah, guys, don't feel bad for me. <laughs> but I do need to get it together. I definitely need to get it together because I do need to get back on my therapy game. So I'm thinking about um, downloading the BetterHelp app. I feel like I always hear sponsors and ads on it through podcasts, through YouTube, through just ads anywhere that I'm on the fucking internet. Like it always pops up. So I think I'm just going to give that a go and I'll keep you guys updated on that. But that's my headspace. You know, this is the thing. I love to travel, but I tell you, traveling always helps me reset. It always makes me feel better. And I always try to remind myself on, you know, how blessed I am to be able to do that, right? Where I, when I feel low, I can take a trip. When I don't feel like I'm at a good place, I can do that. I have the flexibility. I have the freedom to do that, you know. So again, when I say don't feel bad for me, it's like clearly your, your girl has a choice, but this is what she's choosing, you know. But hopefully, you know, I go on this trip. I have a little bit of a reset. I'm hoping to see my dad. My dad lives in Dominican Republic, so I hope to get to see him. My boyfriend, Arnaldo, he's been dying to go to Dominican Republic for the longest time. We really wanted to go to Greece, but right now the flights to Greece are just so expensive. To fly anywhere is so damn expensive. Like, it's insane. Like, even the trip to Punta Cana was, like, pretty pricey, too. But the reason why I was able to afford it is because we booked the all-inclusive. So, obviously, it's a one-set price, and we don't have to worry about anything. The alcohol's included, the food's included, our stay's included, you know, and I paid for that, and Arnaldo paid for our flights, he paid for our flights and then he's going to pay for any extras we have while we're out there. So for me, it's like I just booked the, the, the stay and I've done my part when it comes to our vacationing. Because the thing is, when me and my boyfriend plan vacations, we always try to come with like a happy medium. We always come through for one another, you know. Again, I've said it in the past, there's been trips that I've paid for and there's been trips that he's paid for. I remember I paid for us to go on an eight day cruise where we went to four different islands. It was to Aruba, Turks and Caicos, Curaçao and Dominican Republic. And I that was a gift. I bought that for him um, as a birthday gift. And we did that cruise together and it was amazing. It was expensive. It was like over $3,000. But he paid for the alcohol package and all of the excursions while we were on that cruise. So, you know, that was kind of like our happy medium. And then when we went to Aruba for his birthday a few years ago, he paid for that. And it was an all-inclusive resort. So technically, we paid for that. And then I brought some spending money. Like I paid for a few excursions for him and um, basically all the souvenirs that we brought back home. So again, you know, it's always a happy meeting with us too. Like I mentioned before, I have like a credit line through a firm, which is basically like this credit line company where they offer, they pre-qualify you a certain amount of money and you can use that to book trips through Expedia or flights through Delta, JetBlue, United Airlines, kind of like depending. And they basically approve you a certain amount of money. I use this credit line to book my flights to go to Italy. So because I've always done well with using their services and paying them off before they're due, every time I do that, I get approved more money. So this time around, they approved me over $3,000 through Expedia. I was like, say less. So I told my man, I was like, yo, babe, like I could book us an all-inclusive trip right now through this credit line. I'll book our stay, just buy the flights and cover the excursions while we're out there. He was like, say less. 
So I booked us um, six nights or yeah, six days, five nights, right? Yeah, to the Hard Rock Casino in Punta Cana. So it's going to be lit. You already know your girl bought her outfits through Shein because we on a budget. Okay. I got like two bathing suits, a cute shirt and a dress for like literally $40. I'm not even joking. <laughs> but that is literally how I am choosing to handle my mental health at the moment. Instead of investing in health insurance to perhaps get a therapist, I've decided to instead book a trip. So we're fine. Everything's going to be fine. No, but guys, honestly, that's just kind of like where I am right now. This is, I feel like this is what's best for me. I've been wanting to do a trip before the start of my semester. I start up school again, August 22nd. So I'm hoping to just have like a really nice vacation before that starts up again. Busy season at my job typically starts after Labor Day weekend or Memorial Day. No, it's Memorial Day weekend, I think. And so after that long weekend is when it starts to pick up at work. And then October is my birthday and I hope to do another trip by then. I'll be turning 30. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to book this trip. Soon enough, work will get better and I'll make my money and I'll be able to pay everything off and everything will be good again. And that's just kind of the mindset I'm going to choose to keep. And eventually I am going to have to get health insurance once November comes around, definitely around tax season. I am going to have to pay some type of penalty for not having health insurance, but I promise you it's probably going to be way cheaper paying that penalty than paying for the insurance that they were fucking going to be charging me, which is so ironic because it's like $80 wasn't so bad. And once they raise it up to 400, I wasn't making the same money as I was the previous year. And then I'm back to not being able to afford it. Cute. Love that. So we'll see what happens. I'll keep you guys posted. But basically, that's my rant for today's episode. This is how I've chosen to cater to my mental health. Cute. So again, instead of getting health insurance, I'm just booking trips. But let me tell you something. As someone who deals with this, and if you're someone who deals with what you deal with, sometimes, ultimately, you know what's best for you. You know how your mind works. You know how your health works. Now, obviously, if I get sick, that's something that I have to worry about. That is obviously money I'm having to pay out of pocket. Luckily, I am in good health. I am a healthy person. You know, although I have my brain condition, it's something that I've learned to manage. I still have my medication left over. So I'm okay. Ultimately, I'm fine. You know, I think what the sacrifice I've had to make without having health insurance is basically not having access to therapy. But the good thing is that there are alternatives, there are exercises that I've practiced, you know, going to the gym helps a lot, meditating helps, praying helps, taking trips help. Maybe to some people that's not valid, but it's valid for me. It's something that I look forward to. It's something that helps me just be a better person, you know, being able to travel and have these experiences. So, you know, ultimately, these are the alternatives that I've had that have worked for me. I know other people can't say the same. So obviously, I am a blessed individual. Um, but for now, this is kind of where I am. So I'm excited. It's kind of funny at the same time, you know, but nonetheless, I'm still grateful that I can choose to have this kind of alternative and it still work for me. 
But that's it, my friends. I will keep you posted on the trip. Make sure you follow me on YouTube so you can see the vacation because you know your girl's going to vlog. But in the meantime, just keep up with my episodes for now. New episodes every Mondays on my podcast. And for YouTube, I just sort of post when they're ready. As of right now, I have no new episodes because I'm in need of a new vlogging camera. I've tried to vlog through my phone, but the quality isn't the same and it kind of frustrates me. So I'm sort of like delayed on that. But I promise you, your girl will be back up on it again. But for now, just watch what I have posted. It's fun content. I hope you enjoy. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Nicole Asef and at Hold Up Let Me Explain. And again... I'll see you next time. Love you.